Hey y'all, Dr. Caroline Carpenter again with The Body Carpenter, or should I say drcarolinecarpenter.com. It's both. So here's the thing. I'm taking a cue from Amanda Francis, one of the few female leaders I can get on board with. Usually I'm drawn to like the masculine energy. Not sure why, like the Mastin Kips, the Tony Robbins, the, um, there's several of them, but anyway, this chick is so real and I'm like, you know what? I love it. I love it. I'm going to take that cue. So I have an inspired um, um, bit of information and I'm going to drop it while I'm doing the dishes after I got home, after I taught second round of cycle breakers, the human design portion, um, there's going to be a bonus after because there's just so much information, y'all. And um, I am, uh, I'm on fire right now. I'm lit up. So I'm going to create a little more content because that's what I got to do. I am manifesting generator here. Also have a lot of reflector tendencies. So like when the universe gives me something to do, I got to do it so that I don't squander the opportunity. And, um, this is going to be my first opinion piece in a really long time. I don't remember the last time I've actually written or spoken a really firm opinion other than one really persuasive piece in undergraduate and the book that I said I wouldn't write that I wrote last year. So um, also, Simi, my puppy, is sitting at the door giving me the sassy pants look because she's got a potty, but she can wait till I'm done. So now I'll go into the disclaimer until I make a trailer. And um, this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any condition. Um, this is for your information only. This, I mean, entertainment, I guess, actually is for your information and your empowerment. So um, I'm speaking to you as a human. I have uh, I have a background in all things anatomy and neurology from chiropractic school. I also love to study this on my own. I love the neurobiology of belief. I love the neurology of uh, trauma healing. I love the neurology of living a beautiful life. Um, I love transmuting absolute shit to pure joy. And so that's what most of my life felt like in the very beginning. And um, people's lives can change in a heartbeat. It can change that fast. Your energy can change that fast. You just have to have, you just have to be ready and you have to have the right teacher. And when I say teacher, it's not necessarily a human. It may be an idea. It may be a location. It may be um, free information. It might be a website. It might literally be a vacation where you go into the Alps for two weeks and you find yourself or you find your purpose or you find your connection. Whatever it is, the right teacher will appear when you're ready. You just have to be open and receptive. And so, um, and part of my learning today, like I swear I learn like 75% of the time because I just, I just freaking love it, y'all. But, you know, um, I adore Amanda Francis's teachings and um, she actually brought up a really good point today. She, um, this chick sends, sends, will send a cease and desist out to people who uh, share information that's a little too close to hers. And she even talks about she's not sure about how she feels about that. But I, from what I gather, um, the only person who really knows what she meant by this is her. But like from what I gather, gather in my perception is she wants to keep the information pure for the betterment of humanity because everyone's going to do better when each person aligns with their authentic self and shares their message purely. And she coaches a lot of people um, and works with a lot of people. And I, I feel like she does it for a pure reason. But also, 
She gets behind this one, I believe. There is no original information anymore. But like through our lens, through your lens, through your pure lens, because there's one of you, the information, the exact same information will come out completely differently. So, um, and this brings back to mind a lot of the stuff that I saw while in chiropractic school and as an early chiropractor and even in food science, there was a lot of competition, a lot of um, tearing down and a lot of backbiting and all kinds of things just to try to have a place in this world. And I just don't believe that's how this works. I don't believe that's how this works if you want a good life. I mean, sure, you can you can fight for limited resources when we're actually in an unlimited resourceful plane. Um, we just have to align with what we want. We're all the same energy. We all are connected the same. The, the details are just different based on the earth suit and the details that we all chose. But Y'all, I don't believe there is uh, any original information anymore. Mass consciousness exists. Each one of us, as we bump through life and live our purpose and turn shadows into gifts, uh, contribute more to the collective. So when we align and we share a pure message, like that is truth. And it's not necessarily original, but what makes it original is the alignment. Oh my Lord, Simi's running Zoomies now. She, gosh. Doesn't she know it's time to go to bed? <laughs> okay, she stopped. Goodness. Doing dishes, watching my puppy run zoomies. Also pacing in the kitchen, recording data because I love this stuff. All right. So I don't believe there's original information anymore. I believe there's novel ways to deliver it based on your design, your alignment, and your int intention. And um, I feel like that's exactly what my... Um, what uh, the female I was speaking about earlier was talking about, but like there is a fine line. Like I have had things, uh, I've been ripped before and it wasn't necessarily um, any information I shared because y'all look, I, I'm at a place now. I used to have this fear component of, oh gosh, if they know what I do, they'll copy. Like I'm not really afraid of that. And it's not coming from an egotistical place, but like I literally do what I love. The thing that I do that that lights me up, I I adore helping people change as fast as possible with it to with it sticking, like super fast change that's maintainable and that's expandable, like as fast as you can go while sticking, like best of both worlds. Like I have found lots of bumps and bruises and oopsies and potholes along the way, but like, damn, I love this stuff, like. I adore studying the human frame. I love understanding people. I love understanding what drives someone's decisions. And I love understanding how to get that beautiful body of yours to heal as fast as possible because we were all made perfectly and all of our bodies just like they are doing so many things without our knowledge and it's just freaking magic what the body can do and what the mind can do. But when we get the two confused, that's when everything just goes to crap. So... Um, knowing what containers do what, knowing the function of each component of the body, understanding personality and where it serves, knowing how to shift your identity, understanding how to support the body so it can do the, the magic and perform miracles that are quite normal, actually, even though medicine would say miracles, you know, a miracle is a miracle. Yeah, miracles happen every day. Like, that's my belief. Miracles happen daily. Most of the time, we just don't know. 
Um, there was a stat while I was in chiropractic school about um, in a person's lifetime within, I'm like a plethora of just like random information that thank goodness my reticular activating system knows when to pull it to the surface. Otherwise, like it's just a Rolodex of crazy back there. Okay. After that sidebar. So the stat in chiropractic school at any point in a person's life, the average human will have like, let's say you were MRI'd every day of your life at four times during this imaging of every day of your life, there will be a tumor that is visible on that imaging that would, that would equate to a diagnosis of cancer or tumor or something. Most of the time, the body resorbs that and heals it without even telling you about it. So here's the thing about diagnosis, and I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying here's some freaking perspective. Our minds are so powerful. The whole function of the human mind is to solve problems. Here's the thing about humans and human design. There are nine centers that are either defined or undefined. And if they're undefined, we are susceptible to conditioning and we have to borrow other people's energy because it's not natural within us. If we have a defined center, it is a consistent source of energy within our being that we can rely on. Here's the thing. 70% of the population does not have a defined head center. What does this mean? This means that 70% of the population is unsure of what the right answer is for them in the moment. So, also, I forget that 65% of the population does not have a defined G-center. And what that is, is identity and self. So, 65% of the population is unsure of who they are, and that's okay. That's how we're supposed to be. That means we pick up information about other people, and we develop wisdom and skill sets from these unsure things. However, if we fall victim to conditioning, whether it's society, generational, um, situational, world conditioning, you know, whatever kind of conditioning it is, traumatic conditioning... Now we have developed a non-self theme and we're not ourselves anymore. And um, we have split ourselves and now we're susceptible to everyone's message but our own. And here's how marketing goes. 70% of the population does not have a defined head center. So they don't know what inspires them. They're looking for... um, They're looking for solutions or for the answer or for everything outside of themselves. I've been that person most of my life. It sucks, y'all. I was constantly looking for answers, like, and I was told my whole life, it's within you, and that pissed me off, because I'm like, "Uh, I wish it were, because I'd find it. Well, you have to decondition, recondition, find the patterns, but know what to do in what order, and then know when to align, and when to actually act, and when to, like, be still, and be around people, and borrow their own energy. You can literally heal by borrowing people's energy without hurting them, or you. It's possible. You just know, you just have to know what to do. Um... That G center, that uh, that identity, that self, it's like, uh, man, you know, like we all have pain points. And if we can help our pain points, life is better. But if we're constantly being marketed to on pain points that might not exist, but our reticular activating system is always looking for a problem to solve, and we're not sure what to do with our minds because there's entertainment everywhere, and there's about 50,000 ways to distract oneself without getting to know self and really learn self and line up with self and live one's purpose and just be happy, 
we, um, we are susceptible to a lot of messaging. Also, I'm going to back up even more. 70% of us do not have a defined head center and the school system is set up for people with a defined head center. The school system, the current school system, and I'm sure there's amazing schools, other places. I've seen the ones where kids stand up, draw on boards, interact. It's not the same old sit in the desk, hear a teacher talk. I'm not blaming teachers. I'm not blaming schools. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying that like there's a serious disconnect here. We all need to get together and make a better solution for the good of humanity and all of our happiness and expansion. Okay, back to school. 70% of us do not have a defined head center. What does that mean? That means we don't have a way of processing external pressure and expectations when we don't have a consistent source of that energy within us. But but what schools and standardized standardized testing is designed is designed to do is to ask for a very specific answer from someone who does not have a source of of they don't have the source of answers within their being they're supposed to be searching like those of us who have an undefined head center, I'm one of them, are supposed to be searching for answers because, my gosh, we got to find new answers, you know? Like, we can't all be the same human or nothing would get done on this planet. Like, if we were all projectors, we'd all be, like, fighting over who has the best methods and, like, all of them are right, but, like, we wouldn't get anywhere. If we were all manifestors, no one would actually do the work. we just have all these divine ideas that never got anything done about them and then... uh you know, it just wouldn't happen. If we were all generators, none of us would ever rest. And we would literally just get like lit up and work all night and forget to sleep and eat. And then we're not going to function right. If we were all reflectors, we'd all sit around like Lake Placid trying to figure out what we're supposed to be processing and reflecting back because like reflectors, which I have heavy, heavy, heavy reflector tendencies. So I'm like three of the five archetypes technically. But reflectors are meant to reflect back absolute truth to the population. It's like the moon reflecting the sun. Projectors are the systems people. Manifesting generators are a hybrid. We not only like grab information from the divine and have to like trust ourselves enough to do it, even though it sounds crazy, but we like have the motor center to get it done when we're, when we're like lit up and what lights us up changes. It's like, it's all like a game. You got to figure out what the rules are, understand the characters, and then freaking go. You just got to know where you want to go. Anyway, I can't believe I got off on that from there's no new information because really there's not. Well, I mean, like there is new information, but like no one. Pr- anyway, I'm going to let that one go. But I mean, in the school system, what happens is there's an expectation, a heavy, 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 heavy expectation for each kid, each person, each little human. They are being programmed and pressurized and developed to find the right answer when the natural inquiry and the natural um, tendency of 70% of those people is to have more questions than answers. I'm one of those. I could question myself into a hole. I could ask enough questions that someone would give up, walk away and be like, I don't know anymore. I mean, I, I can hold all possibilities at one time, which is very frustrating for some people like my fiance, but I can hold all possibilities at once. So I typically don't form opinions, but I do when there's enough of a divide and enough of a split that like, there are people that I care about and 
uh, just people in general not able to live their best lives because they don't have a good answer and they don't know and they're so confused and backwards from all the conditioning. They can't tell up from down. They can't tell left from right. And they don't know self from non-self. So like, I believe we should all know self first and foremost. I believe we should all connect with self first and foremost. Then... I mean, yes, your higher power, but like if you don't know yourself, how can you find your higher power? Because you can't tell the difference between it and you anyway. That's also an empath thing. We feel all the energy everywhere all the time. It's trying to figure out whose energy am I feeling? Is it mine or theirs? And like, who is me? Am I feeling the future or the past or the present? Like, who, what, it, what is this? What identity am I acting from? The current identity, the past identity, or future identity I want to take on? So, like, there is a lot. To personal growth, there's a lot for self to self development. There is a lot to making big ass breakthroughs, and there is a lot to up leveling. And it is scary AF, and it gets easier. The time gets shorter. Here's the thing: shadows don't go away. Um, I used to get really pissed about this one. I'd do the hard work, and then a shadow would come back a little different, but it would come back and I'd get super angry. And like whatever coach I was working with at the time, I have always had a coach y'all like. I just, unless the universe has a very specific assignment for me, I'm straight up reflector. Like I'm reflector and what that means is I am like Lake Placid until something ruffles my feathers and then I have something to reflect on and like spit information out to. So I will probably always practice chiropractic no matter how into teaching I get and how big um, teaching people all of these um these modalities and uh, how to get to know self and how to make a massive breakthrough, no matter how big that gets, I will probably always um, be a hands-on healer to some degree. Now, I don't know. I don't know what that'll look like in 10 years. Who cares? Does not matter. Like I may be an alien in 10 years. We don't know. But um, so it's just for at least 12 years, there's a pressure cooker on the head center for 70% of the people who really need to look outside of themselves for answers, don't have like that solid, um, consistent flow of energy and ways to process head pressure. So we have 70% of the population who needs to escape the pressure because there's so much pressure all the time, all day, every day, eight hours a day for at least 12 years during the uh, developmental years of life when we're learning who we are, when we're going through hormonal shifts, when we're going through life changes, we're still being programmed at year five. Like, so we're pressure cooked in the headspace, and now we got to escape. So there's entertainment, there's video games, there's drugs, there's alcohol, there's uh, Netflix, there's um, whatever else you can do to distract self. There's spending money, there's using credit cards, there's like um, addiction, there's porn, there's, you know, whatever there is to do anything except for feel that head pressure. This is a problem. Like, no wonder addiction is rampant in this country. Like, okay, I'm not riffing on the United States either, but like, seriously, these things need to be addressed. And I am now doing my part because what I feel needs to be taught in school, what I wish I would have known from the beginning to save myself so much pain and anger and distraction and pressure and feeling like I wasn't good enough and feeling like I never got it right and all these limiting beliefs and conditions because I had no idea that all of my centers are open and undefined. So I'm susceptible 
to conditioning two times more than the regular person. And also, I'm a manifesting generator if the universe decides. And what that means is I have two strategies and two authorities and double the possibility for conditioning that the normal human has. So like, I was kind of triple whammied from the beginning, but now I know why. And I know I'm supposed to teach the thing that I desperately wish was taught when I was a child, because in addition to all of that, there was a lot of childhood trauma. I don't have a lot of childhood memories. Nostalgia is a new emotion I'm starting to feel because I was cut off from emotions for a very long time. But um, I feel like my life could have been very different if I was taught this, even in college. If I was taught this in grade school or primary school, I think I I would have been, I think my life would have looked very different. Now, I know that we are who we are because of our past and our choices, and I love where I am right now, and the past doesn't exist and neither does the future. It's all just like an illusion according to quantum physics and quantum mechanics, and I love that stuff. Like, it's amazing to me. Like, multiple realities totally get that. Like, deja vu. Anyway, so... um I know I'm supposed to teach this stuff, so I'm teaching it, and um, it's just, it baffles me that there are teachers in my family, um, and when I say family, my adopted family, my blood family was not, they were terrible for me, very toxic people. I had to get away from that, and that's part of my story, but my chosen family, the ones that love me, the real ones, they, um, there's a lot of teachers it was actually my ag teacher in um, junior high and high school that ended up adopting me. So like he and his family and it's just, he was one of the best teachers and I have heard so many teacher frustrations from really, really good people. I'm talking about my family here who really care about people and really care about children who have known it's hard and known it's rough. It's no question. It's, it's like, it's not a mystery. Everyone in the teaching industry knows, like, I, I'm not sure what the issue is and, and they don't, I mean, there's a million reasons, but like, we got to do better. And so I'm doing better and I'm teaching it and I'm starting online with adults, and at some point, it's going to be kids. So, um, (laughs) man, I got really fired up, and that is not like me. I'm usually pretty chill and laid back. It just, I mean, it is too easy to teach a generation of children at a very young age that they can step into their power while not hurting others. They can step into their power while being loving, kind humans. They can step into their power and they have the right to change their mind if they want. And they can step into their power and understand how their energetics work and which system of um, what order to do things in for them. We're literally programmed from zero to five years old. We are absorbing information constantly, 100% of the time. Like we are having programs written in our unconscious mind so that our bodies and our little brains and our little minds will, will memorize what to do, how to live, how to be, how to literally be an adult, how to be the child of whomever your caregivers are, how to be you, like whatever your name is, your nervous system and your body and your energy field is literally learning how to be you from in the womb to five. And with that comes 
generational trauma directly back from grandma because you were developing in your mom while she was developing in her mom, and that is your grandmother. And then, actually, you can have embedded DNA, like a, a, the whatever developed from whatever intense thing that your ancestors went through to cause genetic shift. You can have that embedded from seven generations back. Um, also, if you believe in one incarnation, you're going to come in with self themes that you're going to have to convert from a shadow to a gift because that's going to be your life purpose. And that's the thing that people pray to God about to figure out what they're supposed to do. Like that's literally your life purpose. And if it's the divine, it's like what your soul decided to do before it came back. And if it's like, uh, rectifying karma from a past lifetime, it's what you were like, Oh, I really messed up here. I got to do better, like for the betterment of humanity and consciousness. And like, let's do it this way now when you come back. So no matter what you believe, like, we all have a soul purpose. We all have a perfect design made by divine God, whomever, to, to carry out a purpose. And all we have to do is be around the right environment and the whole system's perfect. Like if you're around healthy caregivers who will nurture you and ensure your safety, security, and freedom you're going to understand how to, you're going to have the freedom to explore who you are. You're going to have the safety and security to form secure attachments in life, whether it's with a romantic relationship, friendships, or um, any kind of business partnership. And you're going to know what's your space and what's everyone else's space. You're also going to understand how to communicate what you are comfortable with and how you feel safe in your space and what you are not comfortable with and what you would need to feel comfortable in your space so that you can feel free enough to be you. You would understand the communication style depending on what someone's face looks like. You would understand nonverbal cues are definitely an indicator of how someone might need to best be communicated with because maybe their feelings have overwhelmed them and now they aren't acting normally. It's not, um, the behavior can't really be patterned. The pre-patterned behavior ideas might not apply. And you would know that what this means is someone's nervous system or emotional state is a little higher than normal or out of range, like out of the normal range of their normal emotions and what they feel during the day. And that um, when this happens, the number one thing is to stop and acknowledge that, okay, I see that I see that you're, you know, you seem a bit uncomfortable or like you might be elsewhere. Are you okay? You know, we would go into inquiry. We would know that, Everyone at heart is good, and when things don't seem right, it really helps to know why, and then we can decide from there what to think, say, or do, or if we even need to do that, or think anything, or say anything, or if there's even any way we can participate, or if the best way that we can help the situation is to go find someone else, or just... um kindly leave the human with their space. Like we would understand how to handle many situations because as children, we learn from energy. 
Like we don't have to be told words to learn. Our bodies literally um, translate energy vibration into information. It's called proprioceptive information. Like proprioception means where your body is in space and time. So where your body is in space and time will allow your body to have access to the energy patterns and the vibrations and the frequency coming from your monopole, which is a one-way magnet emitted by your G-center slash heart space. Heart math talks a lot about this. And that... Um, vibration and frequency and energy coming from your heart space is going to emit downloads. It's kind of like the matrix. Like we're literally giving off vibes. Those vibes, they're real. Like we've just made it cool now. It's like a street word, finally. But like, it's a real thing. You can feel those things. And depending on how connected you are with self or how distracted you've had to be for your whole life because of all that head pressure... Like if you've been distracted your whole life and your body has memorized that and that is safe because you've had to cope for whatever in addition to that head center pressure, like how are you going to read a nervous system? You're just going to shut off. Like you're overwhelmed already. So if you're already overwhelmed in your nervous system and your nervous system is not clear to pick up all of the signals around, like you can't, you can't read the room. Like you can't read the situation. And depending on what your nervous system did take on from zero to five and in the womb because like that's just how we work. Our nervous systems learn everything. That's how you end up doing things just like dad or just like mom or just like that babysitter that kept you. It's just your body literally mem- memorizes mannerisms, timing, um, character, tone, movement, moods, Tone, attitude, language, um, alliteration, thought patterns, movement patterns, eating patterns, attitudes about self, attitudes about others, um, self-control, emotional processing, emotional dysregulation, emotional outbursts. And general function or dysfunction. So I say all that to say, I guess I'm a little miffed about how things have been done for so long. And this, I was going to say crap, this shit's got to change. So like, I guess at some point I'm going to make a school to teach this for little ones. But right now I'm going to start with adults. That's another thing. I've been just speaking things on my mind but like this is um yep hey y'all I guess I'm gonna start a school anyway Dr. Caroline Carpenter here so thank you for listening to that that was very out of character for me or maybe that's my real character finally coming out I'm not really sure but you know um whatever so if you (laughs) If any of this spoke to you, I guess I would say go look at Cycle Breakers and maybe if you want to make a school, let me know what you think and maybe we could do something together. But until then, I'm going to teach adults, the ones that really want to make a shift and are going to impact other people, I'm going to teach adults so that like we can get this thing started. And man, that elevated quickly. But um, 
Check out CycleBreakers.com or CycleBreakers. It's at DrCarolineCarpenter.com. I guess I need to add the link here. (laughs) I've not been great at that. I've just been making content. So check that out. Um, (laughs) I'm usually a lot more lighthearted. Still pretty sassy though. Um, A little gritty. Today I'm I'm grittier. Um, I really do have a loving heart though. I'm nice. I'm not mean, but I'll... I'll call a spade a spade, but I mean, like, I've lived all the spades, so um, that whole thing about I don't want to throw, I don't want to, like, say a name because it's like throwing a stone, and I don't want, like, an avalanche thrown back at me because that's how I saw life. That was my belief system. Now I'm like, hey, I can take up just as much space as the next person as long as I'm nice to them, respectful, and, like, um, communicate everything up front and come from integrity. So, like, major shift for me, but, um, yeah. If you're ready for help with your body, go check out thebodycarpenter.com. I'm really good at that too. Um, I've got a different approach. My intention is always for deep, deep, deep healing. And um, I would rather attract people ready to heal and do the hard work and who are ready to like do it and call a spade a spade, but also give themselves grace, forgiveness, and love and like meet themselves wherever they are. If that's you, um, come into my office and I do a lot of great, physical modalities, um, chiropractor by trade. I also do genetics testing. I do low level laser therapy and also enzyme therapy. I only carry in the office and offer, um, services that have blown my mind and really up leveled my body. Um, I can't get behind anything that hasn't blown me away. So Rest assured, if it's in my office and I do it, it's because it works and it's worked really well. And as soon as something stops working, I stop doing it. Or as soon as something isn't the best that I have to offer, it goes. Um, Or I'll be honest, one of the two, just know that like it's either not even there or I'm going to tell you up front. And then, um, so, so there's that, this... I think I said this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat anything, but yeah, this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat anything. It's been like five podcasts in one, which was why I'm getting a little confused here. But anyway, check that out. Um, yeah, I, I've got the deep healing intention there. Um, I've actually regrown. I've got experience there too. I had a lot of physical issues really early in life, but I did manage to regrow a patellar tendon when the first line of offering was to cut most of it out. Um, I knew the right questions to ask, and I knew what my end goal was, and I understood where technology was going. So um, I also understand the power of belief and the placebo effect and how it impacts the body. So when I weighed all of that, when presented with surgery as the only option, I kindly told the orthopedist, thank you, sir. I believe I'll get PRP again. I'd already done three rounds. I was going for the fourth because 99% wasn't good enough for me. I wanted 100 Um I'd say I almost got it. I've almost retrained my entire left posterior chain, but y'all, this has been like 10 years in the making. This stuff doesn't happen fast. However, I've enjoyed the journey, even though a lot of it sucked, like worse than I would like. But when I really started seeing shifts is when I added the hard emotional work to all of the physical work I had done trying to repair my body. That is why... I feel so strongly about teaching people who they are, how to step into their power and the real power of their bodies because then they can make better decisions for themselves. And if they choose the road to where 
They mask the symptoms until it's time to cut something off or, you know, just not have the whatever masking looks like until the next surgery and the next one. That's okay. At least they had a choice. Like I will always respect a choice, but I feel like people deserve a choice. And I feel like not enough people know enough of the right information and um, enough about self and enough about what is possible that hasn't happened yet. I believe not enough people know that to make the best choice for themselves. And now that is my goal that has now trumped my previous, I want to be the one to hold space for miracles every day. I will never be the limiter in the room, but I will always tell the truth. So (laughs) new goals, y'all. That happened fast. Okay, now I'm signing off again. Um, Yeah, if you want the physical work, give us a call at the office of the body carpenter. If you want the entire other side of the house that I basically just ranted on for 36 minutes and 45 seconds now, go to drcarolinecarpenter.com and check that page out. It's a little spicy, but it's spicy because I've been made to be vanilla my entire life. And I'm like, really, I'm a spicy human. My favorite colors when I was a child were like pink and purple and I loved lace after my mom died and I loved everything sparkly. One time in the Dillard's dressing room, I refused to take this big, floofy, lacy, tulle, red dress off. It was like I don't even know how to describe it. I would say it's hideous, but like I'd wear it now. So is it hideous or was I told it was hideous? And really, I just like that style. Whatever. I don't know. But I wouldn't take it off. My mom had to buy it. I went from that little girl to the one who wore like dark tones, like brown and gray. And there just wasn't, I mean, I just lost who I was, but like, (laughs) Y'all, that little girl came back out on that page. So just know there is pink, hot pink, and hot purple, and sparkly everything. And also, I'm feeling myself on that website. So there's that in addition to the professional at the other place. Anyway, check it out. I got real wild on this one. Thanks, y'all. Pat yourself on the back. Thank you for getting through that. If you did, I am so impressed, and you are cool. And this is, if you made it through this, Wow. But um, love you guys. Do something nice for yourself tomorrow. Uh, be nice to yourself in your mind. Say kind things because like you're the only one that's going to live with you for the rest of your life. You may as well be nice to you because why not? Like you deserve it. Mwah!